Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am here to present you this newest episode of Legends. And what we are going to do now is we are going to talk about two legends in the history of professional wrestling that need to be talked about in 2020. Terry Funk and Cactus Jack. Mick Foley. Mankind, dude, love, whatever you want to call the man. Don't call him late for a fucking table match or some shit. Um, all right, here we go. Terry Funk. Um, I saw his his run in the eighties. Um, I saw his run in the mid nineties, and I saw his run at the end of the nineties. And you know. Terry Funk is an interesting guy because he comes from a lineage of, uh, you know, his father was a wrestler in Amarillo, Texas. Uh, Dory Funk, his his brother, uh, a wrestler from Amarillo, Texas. And um, if you've ever been to Amarillo, Texas, I guarantee you, you will get a newfound respect for the Funk family of wrestling. Um, we. we there's only a few places I've ever been in my life that have made me feel differently just by the environment or the landscape, and Amarillo, Texas was one of them. Uh, as soon as I went there, I realized why I was there, and um, it, it kind of made me feel like a biker a little bit, man. So I could understand um, how these guys kind of operate in that in that hard-ass, bad-ass fucking realm they do uh, as fucking brawlers, man. Uh, if you watch any of Terry Funk's matches... Uh, you'll see him brawling all over the crowd, you know. I, I especially, especially like when Terry Funk uh, does the heel thing and gets real fucking nutty with some of the shit he was doing. Um, like he was really getting crazy on that uh, that Stampede show, the the Stu Hart anniversary show, and then some of the matches with him and Brody and shit like that from Japan. Um, you know, fucking. You really, you really see them just chasing around people in the fucking crowd and shit like that, and people are running from them because they're legit, legitimately terrified. Um, I've seen Funk before live, uh, the ECW stuff. I'm, I, I can't remember what show it was, but I think it was a tri-state wrestling show, uh, if that's possible. If Terry Funk was at any of them shows, uh, I believe I saw him at the Civic Center when I was a kid, and um, you know I watched a little bit of his run in, in WCW and NWA. Uh, his early, uh, his late 80s run with WWF, which which he was not uh, utilized properly, it seemed. Uh, you know, the, the Chainsaw Charlie stuff I saw, you know. Uh, he, Terry Funk was always around the action, man. It, it's an interesting thing because, you know, coming from a guy who had his own, you know, he was involved in promotional work, you know, back in the Amarillo days. It's kind of interesting to see how he jumps around to different federations and uh companies it's it's really really fascinating actually um but yeah terry funk reinvented himself uh from a brawler uh to, from a crazy motherfucker into a hard a, a super hardcore wrestler which which you know he, he he was around you know in the days of uh you know the sheik and all that kind of stuff so when, when, when it really goes all back it does really all go back to the sheik but you could say that terry funk was the one who was able to actually pull it off his whole career into his, you know, older age, man. I mean, um, doing moonsaults and shit like that when you've been in the business for 30 years and, and then, to, to, you know, changing with the times, man, is some fucking 
Real cool stuff, man. Uh, I'll never forget the barely legal win when he was uh, in that three-way dance to go uh, fight Raven, and he beat the Sandman and Stevie Richards to get to Raven, and then Raven came in and just started fucking him up. And, you know, I, I really didn't expect to see Terry Funk win that. And the way that he did and the way that he was received, uh, they really told that story better than than they probably could have planned. Uh, Terry Funk's promos, man. If, if you watch some of his promos from uh, that 95 to 97 era of ECW, uh, man, he's fucking on, man. And he, he he's... I think what I think what happens is, is when these guys get a little older, man, they they start telling the truth more in their promos, or they start being able to describe these kinds of situations that you could only dig out of fucking pain. It's like musicians that musicians that play uh, music out of pain. You can you can hear it in the music, and it makes the music even better and shit like that, like the blues. And Terry Funk was 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 singing them motherfucking blues in some of them promos, man. Uh, Amazing, amazing display of artistry. Um, and then when he was in WCW near the end, man, it was just crazy, man. Like he was in the hardcore division. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, slowing down after he got out of ECW. You know what I mean? He was still doing just as crazy shit. <laughs> so um, now I'll talk a little bit about uh, Mick Foley, man, because I, I I've rewatched the Hell in a Cell Falls and. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of his career coming up too because he was at some of those old tri-state shows back in the day, and I I, I think I even caught him at a WCW show, uh, in the in the early '90s, and then I I saw his um run in the World Wrestling Federation at that time. Um, it was really good to see him, you know, come into his own. You know, he he's kind of. One of them guys that, you know, people sleep on a little bit, but you can't take away from him that he earned that. He earned everything that he got in the wrestling business by uh, being willing to put his body on the line. Uh, it's fucking amazing, man, just, just, just to see how, you know, he's he's going to be remembered probably because of that Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels Undertaker era of uh, the Attitude Era. But if you really look at Mick Foley's career, man, I mean, he really he really came up through the uh, the circuit, you know what I mean? Through the territories and, and, you know, just jumping around and being where the action's at, you know? The guy's a fucking genius, man. And um, watching him in, in this interview where he's talking about the Hell in a Cell stuff and he's saying that, you know, he uh, kind of regretted doing it because everybody would always come up to him and talk to him about that one match. And, you know, he's got to live with probably some of the injuries from that match, man. So it's it's one of those weird things, man. But uh, he he put his body on the line like no other. Now, with all this being said, I'm going to come back to what Jim Cornette's been saying now about hardcore wrestling, all right? I'm a hardcore wrestling kind of guy, all right? I'm also a hip-hop kind of guy. I, I like I like the gangster rap, which is the equivalent to the hardcore wrestling. It's, it's how... In the 90s, things kind of mutated a little bit uh, from, let's say, you know, the the heroism of the 80s to the anti-heroism of the 90s. Um, there is an art to that. And, you know, what I'll say is, is 
there's not going to be another run like that until it aligns itself to happen. And with the technology that everybody's using nowadays, it doesn't seem like that day uh, will come until everybody pulls themselves out of the technology. So what I suggest is, is people not to be mimicking the hardcore wrestling, just like I tell people to, you know, if, if they're not going to do the, the, the hip-hop stuff right, don't do it at all. It's one of those things. It's um, You can't touch certain things. You know, certain things have to be what they are and what they were. Terry Funk and Cactus Jack both uh, had long careers before they got to a point where they where they were doing crazy shit like that, and it's because they were so fucking good at what they did that they were able to pull it off. Now, that's what I'm saying is is you don't just wake up one day and become that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you think about a cat like Vic Grimes or something like that, he's not remembered. He's not going to be remembered in the same kind of way as people like Cactus Jack or Terry Funk. So just for the young guys and the you know the people who are you know trying to revamp you know classic pro wrestling you know old school pro wrestling um, just hear me out on that man because I'm one of the biggest fans of hardcore wrestling there is whenever the, you know when I go to the um, the CCW shows the uh, classic championship wrestling shows you know they usually do about one hardcore match a show or something like that. And it seems like when they do a lot of the the old school wrestling during the the show, it, it allows you to leave something for you know something where you can we can go a little outside the box with stuff like that, man. You know what I mean? Without desensitizing the crowd, without um, you know embarrassing the you know the sport. You know what I mean? So. I, I love what uh, Noxious does with that shit, so I just want to say say all this, and this is a big up to Terry Funk and Cactus Jack, because you guys are the shit, alright? Peace.